Welcome back to the Crazy Wildlife Podcast. I'm Katie, and in Jared's absence today, I have a good friend of mine with me who was kind enough to join me this afternoon in our home, and uh, you may know her if you are in the hunting and fishing community as Rookie Hunting, but thank you, Elizabeth Brownell, Hi. for joining me today. Absolutely. On Happy this very, to be here. Yeah, on this super duper rainy day, which was unexpected, but it's fine. We're chilling. Uh, we just had some snacks. <laughs> Yep. to get us through Priorities. the afternoon. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming. And, um, you know, we, you and I linked up like a year or so ago when you started working with Jared, um, which has been so fun, like, because it's really hard to come by uh, other women who are in this space and yeah. like-minded and everything. But just to kick us off, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, <laughs> How you kind of got your start maybe in hunting for sure. and fishing? Um, yeah, to get us going. Uh, my name's Elizabeth. I'm 27, and I grew up, if you're local, in Fredericksburg, and I live in the Northern Neck now, but I essentially started hunting out of nowhere in, like, 2020. So, like, I didn't have friends who did it. I didn't have, like, family who did it. It was just, like, a random thing I I got to experience, and then I absolutely, like, became hooked with. Yeah, li- a literal crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, 2020, I was actually pursuing sustainability through a plant-based diet. And right at the beginning of COVID, it was just a little weird. It was a little... It was a freaky time. Freaky time. (laughs) Not that good of a freaky time. I mean, I guess it it depends who you are, but... It was just a... Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, like, I just didn't know what it was going to continue to look like. Mm -hmm. I think there was, like, a lot of, like... Fear going around and just no misinformation. Toilet paper. <laughs> no, it was just, it was weird. And so I wasn't sure like how often I was going to be going to the store to get fresh produce. Like I, I just wasn't sure what my diet was going to look like. So I reintroduced um, chicken and fish and then eventually red meat. And then I moved to a small town called Bowling Green. And there I saw just something I'd never really seen before. It was like just the truck. Yeah. The trucks with the dog yep, boxes, yep, yep. like lining Sounds the Sounds very Caroline. Very. And I ran into an old friend from high school, and I was just like, what is that? What is yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, what are these people Why are doing? they all in a row, and what are the boxes for? What are you doing with the dog? I'm like, where are the puppies? Like, why? <laughs> very concerned. Where are the dogs going? Yeah. What are we doing with them? Are um, they coming to my house? Yep. And so... <laughs> Uh, he was like, no, it's like for hunting, like around here, we run dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew nothing about hunting. I definitely didn't know anything about dog hunting. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I think I was just interested to, I was interested to go just to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, and not dog hunting necessarily. We went opening weekend of archery. Mm-hmm. Um, I was confused on how you have like a wild animal and then you have food, yeah, like from that animal. Like I yeah. didn't. I, I just wanted to see the butchering process. Yeah. It was like, like it's kind of like disjointed. Like yeah, I yeah. think when you don't grow up hunting, you don't grow up. I mean, and I had friends who like they literally had like a cattle, like a beef cattle farm. Mm-hmm. But I like again, I just knew cinnamon's gone and not you know there. I didn't know like. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they send them off to the butcher. And it's yeah. like, I didn't, I just wanted to understand that process. I think it's a realistic, like, resourceful skill to have. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to, like, hate it. I thought I was going to cry the whole time. 
but I thought I could just like go home and like have that that resourceful skill and then I would like never think about hunting ever again Mm -hmm. and instead what happened I I just yeah became just love it (laughs) love it super outdoorsy (laughs) yeah and you know I was outdoorsy before and I feel feel like that's why it was so it was easy for me to pick up like I was already hiking all the time and camping Mm -hmm. So, like, even that first day, we didn't harvest anything. But just, like, waking up in the woods like that, like, I remember just seeing Did you the- camp that no, night before? No, no, no. But just, like. Oh, but you mean, like, waking like, up with the literally woods. Literally, like, waking up with the woods. Up, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. all the birds. Yeah. I had just never seen. I was a big birder. Mm-hmm. And I had just never seen that many birds, like, literally landing on the branch, like, ne- like four feet away from me. Yeah. Like, that was just a surreal moment. And so I knew I was like, okay, like we, I want to go the next day. And we did. And he thought it was a doe, but it was a button buck. It happens. (laughs) But he harvested that button buck. And then like two hours later, we're we're grilling, like eating the backstrap. It was probably really tender though. It was. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I mean. Unpopular opinion. The young ones taste good. It was really good. And I think for, for me there, it was like that connection of like, hunting isn't this like evil thing that mm-hmm. people are doing for fun yeah like it's literally this is food yeah and i mean this is it like is a, fun in some capacity it is, but yeah. it's not it is a means to an end yeah like yeah. i just don't think i understood when i thought of hunting before like mm-hmm. i definitely didn't think like to me it's grocery shopping like literally it's like a funner way to grocery shop it's a more way more sustainable way yeah. to grocery shop mm-hmm. um and it's a self-sufficient way to grocery yeah. shop and so, I, and I never made that connection before. So I just kind of became hooked. I became mm-hmm. obsessed and I created an Instagram just to document. Did you create your Instagram like that season in 2020? Probably in like November. Okay. And then so, you, what did you get your apprentice license or what did you get? I got like my full blown. You went and took your hunter safety course? Yeah. Like immediately? Uh-huh. Nice. So nice. I did all that and. I went the rest of the season. I ended up in November. I harvested my first year during muzzleloader. It was a doe. And um, I mean, yeah, that was like the start of it. And so here we are now. Now I'm in my fourth season of Mm -hmm. Whitetail. And yeah. Nice. Big hopes and dreams for this season. Um, (laughs) no. That's why it's rookie hunting. I feel like I gave myself a nice handle where there's like no pressure. Like right, you're like if I don't do the thing, then I'm not I mean, saying I'm a professional. Now, like, what are you gonna do in like 12 years when you're not really a rookie hunter anymore? To me, I just feel like with hunting and with the interactions you have with wildlife, I I, I truly believe I, if you've been hunting your whole life, mm-hmm. like I still think there's moments where you're yeah. learning, and I feel like that makes everyone a rookie hunter. Oh, like, totally. I, I to have some to agree with capacity. That. Yeah. So I feel like I, I've had so many people ask me, they're like, you need to change your handle. Like, you're not a rookie anymore. And I'm like, last year was my first season with my compound bow, mm-hmm. and I was not able to harvest a deer. Yeah. So, like, I'm not changing my handle. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I'm still new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you're right, I guess though. that's why I have like just low expectations. Like, it can't get worse than last. What I think is going to change because I didn't like my freezer being so empty Yeah, is I only took my muzzleloader out twice last year because I really was just trying to bow hunt. And this year, I'm definitely going to give it a go. I'm going to hunt so much more with my muzzleloader. So you only hunted with your bow last year. You didn't hunt with muzzleloader. Oh, you said twice. 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 That's right. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, you gotta like, I guess you gotta read the room, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm reading the freezer and heck that yeah. is how that's going to go. Yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I didn't last year. I have, so I haven't at all. Like I've been, I was on this really stupid, like I'm only going to harvest like something that goes on the wall. Um, but that's, that's not the vibe for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were really lucky because Jared harvested four does last year. Uh, which was nice. And he has reminded me ever since that I did not hold up my uh, my end of yeah. things. And so I have to try a little harder this year. Yeah. And um, for me, it's like I wasn't even like going for antlers. Like, I think right. that's the funny part is before I started hunting. You're like, I just need food. Yeah. You're like, I just I'm just trying to smoke a dough. And yeah. it I think it's the crazy thing about hunting before I started. I thought it was a guaranteed thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought you see an animal every single time you go out. I thought you like those opportunities are always there. And basically what happened last season, I was surrounded with does that had ponds. Oh yeah. And that's cannot. a personal. No, yeah. cannot. I'm not going <laughs> to, no one deserves to see their mom watch their mother get yeah. smoked. Like no. I am not about that. I would end up with like baby ponds at my house. Like yeah. I just can't. Like that. throw a net over them. You're coming with me. Yeah. Or I was surrounded by yearlings. Yeah. And same thing. Like if I feel like I can drag it out myself, if I feel like I can put a yearling on my back and just walk out of the woods, like no Feels problem. Wrong. Yeah. I'm not doing no. it. So it was really, I just wanted like a mature doe that was alone. And I just did not see that. Well, and did you last year, did you primarily hunt public land? Yeah. So okay. it was all public and I do hunt a lot of federal land. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so on some of that federal land, I did see some butts, but it's like an antler restriction. So right. like even their racks, like I wasn't really yeah okay and then what's the plan for this year like uh this year things are a little different um i are you becoming a private princess (laughs) i am and it's for like some crazy reasons right 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 um i haven't (laughs) i haven't announced yet um and i plan to soon but i basically i'm having a different like health um You're having a health uh, encounter. Yeah. And so I'm a hurdle, maybe. Not a hurdle. hurdle, Yeah. It felt like a hurdle. So right now I can't. Felt like a hurdle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On public land, like I hunt with a self climber and it's only 18 pounds, but with the rest of my gear, like right now, I honestly can't put that on my Mm -hmm. back. I can't. Like there's no way I can. So it's like ground blind. Or I mean, you're saddle hunting, right? So essentially, that's basically what this season's looking a lot different. Um, I'm dating someone that just has access to private land. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to carry myself climber. Like we <laughs> bought a double stand so I could take my friends out too. Yeah. We set that up on that land and I yeah, just got a saddle from Latitude Outdoors. And so oh, nice. I'm basically saddling from those ladder stands. Okay. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So it's easy access, like getting up there and everything. It's easy access like, and it's just, yeah. it's been a lot easier like on my body. And so. Yeah, that's kind of what this year is looking. I get that. I um, my first season was in 2020, and I was pregnant with Huck, and but I was like six months pregnant with Huck, and there was just like a comfortability level that I didn't feel with being in anything elevated, honestly. But that that was also my first season, so I was like, I'm gonna park my butt in a ground blind. I'm just gonna see like where this takes me. Honestly, I don't know why I've never liked ground blinds. I feel like even the ones you can see through, like I just feel like. I'm not claustrophobic either. I just yeah. feel like I, I honestly fidget more in a ground line than I ever do. In a well, I think stand. because you like if you're in some if you're in a tree, I guess you have to be a little more like cognizant of your movement. So I would agree. Like 
I haven't sat in that one. I didn't sit. Did I sit in it last year? I don't even remember. Um, but I don't really, I haven't sat in it at all this year. And, um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like at a disadvantage with like, if there's like a little bit of like a roller, like, you know, it's just, it's easier to be at a tree in my opinion. I agree. But the concealment of a ground blind is nice sometimes. And Um, I imagine with kids, that's an easy way to like stick them in there and and be like, you'd think if they, if they don't speak, (laughs) (laughs) I will say the times Katie and I've hunted together. Um, the first time it was <laughs> waterfowl. And I think yeah. the first time I w- we were, it was veter- It was a veteran day. So Katie and I were just there. Yeah, we were just hanging out. Just hanging out. And I thought Jared was going to kill one of us. Because yeah, we wouldn't stop chit-chatting. We did not. And we yeah. hadn't really hung out. No, I think that we didn't was really like, know each other that well. We didn't well. really know each other that well. And I think we were both just happy that we were vibing. We, yeah. we, <laughs> we did not shut up. No. And then, you know, what's funny is when we went to the dove hunt with Marshfield, Morgan and I were sitting beside each other and we were just like, you know, chatting and Chad goes, Oh, the hens are clucking. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great way to put it. it is. Um, but I'm like, it's just hard. Like it's, I've only ever hunted with like waterfowl, at least with a group of yeah. men, like guys, it's all Jared's friends. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that like, I only hunt with guys. No, that's, that's it's weird. Just reality. It's just my reality because yeah. I'm married to someone who's pretty thick in that. And so <laughs> I was always, he's thick in the duck hunting, (laughs) but it was always just, I go with him. I go with his friends, which I actually love because they're all like goofy dudes and they're Mm -hmm. all settled down. So they don't care about anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they're just set in their ways and being weird. Um, And that's how it was for me for white. Like I was hunting with a lot of my guy friends. Yeah. And even in that first season, I got to go with my, what my friend, Mike's wife, Mm -hmm. Joanna, and that was my first time sitting in a tree stand with like another woman. And I was like, it is different. I'm like, yeah. we can just gossip. I'm yeah, like, I just like chat. vent about my life. I'm like, I didn't realize I was missing this with like all my guy friends. Well, like, yeah. It's just like, different. it's just different. It's yeah. Just different. Even when Jared and I sit in a stand together, we just sit on our phones. Like we don't, I'm like, we can talk about anything any other time. So we're like, okay, well, we're not going to like squander this. But like at the same time, like when you're just with another girl, it's just, like, it's just different. Yeah. Like so, um, even in the deer stand, Katie yeah. and I like there was deer were not walking up on us. I don't mm, think. No. I mean, we were whispering, <laughs> we were but whispering. we didn't stop talking. No, it was just really hard because it 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 was too like it was too easy to keep talking. It wasn't like awkward, like it was being forced or anything. But also, then, and I don't know if you remember in that like in that set, we uncovered some deep like we talked we talked about some like deep issues. I'm pretty sure like, we shared. I feel like yeah. we like talked about. Life and everything. Yeah. yeah. I remember at one point you pulled your phone out and you're like, I got I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist about that. One. Literally, like, I was really like, good in my point. notes. I was like, that's such a good point. Gotta talk to my therapist. Shout you out know, to Nicole. I can glean <laughs> some wisdom from this old married lady. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I love that I tell you all the time, like I love having you and Jared in my corner. Yeah. Like I love working with Jared and I love yeah. that. I mean, bless your heart some days, but. I I wouldn't say I love working. No, I'm just kidding. But I love that it brought me to, like, y'all. And I feel like I love the way you guys are raising your kids. And I love the way you you guys, like, live your life. Yeah. You guys have so many different, like, things going on. Yeah. And your your hands in so many different pockets. Like, I respect you guys so much. And, um, I mean, there's not that much of an age difference. But Mm. I definitely, like, admire you guys a lot. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. I, um, I mean, like, I never, me personally, like, my, like. My Did allergies. I just make you cry? No, my stupid allergies. <laughs> Was that so sweet? No. <laughs> I also stop watering. So sweet. Um, no, I mean, like, I never expected to be, like, raising my kids in this kind. Of, like, so I never expected to be in this lifestyle. I was going to say, what, like, 
Yeah, that's actually a funny thought. Like, what did you think your life was going to well, be? Well, being married once before, like, he, like, nicest guy ever, but, like, was not outdoorsy at all. Um, I mean, like, like, hiking, like, very, like, low-level hiking was, like, the extent of the outdoorsiness. And so I, you know, I moved back to Virginia and I meet Jared and he's like, you know, salt of the earth, like outdoorsy kind of fella. And I'm like, this is cool or whatever. I'm like, doesn't really share his feelings, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I'm going to wear him down. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like he's grown up in this life. Like he grew up deer hunting um, and got into like turkey and duck when he was, I think like a teenager for the most part. Duck hunting definitely when he was like a teenager. Um but I never like subscribed to that for years and years and years. Like we, we met in 2013. We were married, uh, engaged at the beginning of 2014, married at the middle, like September of 2014. And then I didn't start hunting until 2020. And so, I mean, well, I think I had like duck hunting with him like once or twice, but I never expected to be like an outdoorsy girl. And not that I was like incredibly like feminine or like prissy yeah. or whatever, but, um, and then we have these boys and I'm like, okay, well, Rhett, like is like Jared's carbon copy. And I'm like, okay, when Huck came along, I'm like, all right, I was already hunting, but I'm like, okay, no, I really have to like be outdoorsy because they will be just leave me in yeah. a couple of years. And I'm like, no, I like my kids. Way too much. Be like, where's my family? <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> but you know, like a really good friend of mine, um, same family setup, they have two boys and she's not incredibly like outdoorsy, which is perfectly fine. Um, but I'm like, man, like one day those boys are just going to be like tagging along with dad and she's going to be like, doo, 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 like my house is empty. And I'm like, no, I want to be along for that. Like I want to be, yeah. I want to be along for that ride. Um, so that's kind of why I started to like pick it up. But then you're like, it's not like you pick it up. I feel like, and for me, I picked it up kind of like black today. like, I'm going to go sit here, stand. Maybe I'll shoot it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then once you get more into it and you kind of like get into the community, you, you know, you watch like all of our deer are cleaned here in our garage. Like we have the whole setup for it and everything like that. You watch that, you watch your kids get involved with that. Um, it changes your perspective on things. Like, it's not like I'm just, I'm not just going hunting to get like some cute pictures and some waiters. It's like, no, I'm going hunting because I want to contribute to my family. Mm -hmm. Like I want to, yeah. I don't want my freezer to be empty. Like I don't want to have to buy farmed meat. Like I want, I just want to be better for my family. Like, yeah. and that's kind of my perspective on the whole thing. I mean, like I said, I didn't get into it like hot and heavy. Didn't become a crackhead immediately. <laughs> but you're here now. But I made it slowly. <laughs> Enough crack and I got there. <laughs> but like, it took time. It was a slow yeah. burn. And now it's like, I genuinely love that like Jared talks to me now. Like I'm like, like, I know what's going on. Yeah. Like, because for the longest time, like, we didn't have, we didn't share that. Yeah. And I felt like it was a huge, like, there was something huge missing because I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And now that I do kind of understand, it's nice that we have that, like, added layer of our relationship. And I know, like, for you, like, you've been in a couple relationships where your partner was, like. And, well, and I think it's funny because when I started hunting mm -hmm. in Caroline, like, in Bowling Green, I was dating, like, a guy who, again, not outdoorsy like oh, at all like oh. he literally the gym and video yeah. games was like all he did oh yeah and so my when ex I... didn't do the gym but he did do the video games oh, it's, it's, it is a little bit cringy for it's me so now cringy. yeah I I'm could sorry I'm like I don't know how like yeah. if you like want to recreationally do it like here I mean gross. we don't even own own a console yeah. like so I think 
take that back. We have Jared's Wii from when he was like 12. Yeah. So 13. it it was kind of weird too because like I, you know, when I made that Instagram account and I started posting my hunting stuff, like I did have some people telling me like, oh, you're just doing it because your guy's doing it. And I was like, my dude is not doing my it. Dude, my dude don't even go with me. <laughs> I'm like, he did. did yeah. Is, was he not like interested in? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. We broke up shortly after I started <laughs> hunting, so I fell in love with something else. Yeah. it was it was hunting for me. Yeah, so. I cheated on him with the hunt with the outdoors. With the outdoors, and so um, you know, when I try to explain to people like the impact hunting has had on my life, like I reference like dating. It like a lot. redirects. It literally you pursue. Yes. Yeah. Because and not that I would never, you know, I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm stuck with Austin now. We're um, yeah, yeah, we've shipped that ship has sailed. <laughs> full send on that one. We we'll we, call um, it love. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. But our timeline has just been really funny. But, yeah, um, but it does. It, like, it has because yeah. I think I was looking. I'm like, can you fill the freezer with me? Exactly. Like, is this, you know, am I going to be able to spend this amount of time like fishing or hunting and like mm-hmm. you're playing video games at home like that's not no. that's not the vibe you come home covered in blood and camo and they're like that's not attractive yeah that's not unfortunately like i'm and not I trying thought, to be mean but no 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 and, yeah. and i i think i would, i thought in that first relationship i i was trying to make it work because i was like oh opposites attract like we don't have to do the same things together mm-hmm. but i think it tells you something if you're actively like every day like glad you're not home Ooh, and you're in, the, you're in the woods like self-reflecting on your yeah there's time. a lot of time for that you know what I yeah. mean so yeah. I think I started to realize like hmm and we're yeah we're just on different paths different it was a COVID relationship so Ooh, fun <laughs> yeah like good times it was very much just- yeah I I can say that like if like the guys I, I'm not gonna speak holistically right like for all of them but like Traditionally, I feel like the dudes who are into that are, they're like men, like they're men. And so maybe they're not so good at sharing their feelings, but you know, they can protect you in your home and they can provide and that's attractive. And I feel like, like for me, I'm like, I, I can't leave. Like I told him, I was like, I can't leave you. Like you just like, you're really good at all the things. Like I would be SOL without you. But I do know that like, if we, like, if that ever didn't work out, like that is the type of person that like, I, that's like, that's my type. You know, and I think there's so many different like faucets, facets, facets. There we go. (laughs) Turn on the faucet. There's so many different facets to the outdoors. And so I think I personally in a relationship, like I like to learn from someone. Yeah. And I don't think I necessarily want to like as much as my account. Like, yeah, I want people who are interested in hunting to know that they don't have to grow up in a family to Mm -hmm. do it. Like they if I can do it, anyone can do it. I literally feel like that is my yeah, mantra. And so, mantra. yeah, like seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, just put your energy towards it and like have the right intentions going into it. But I feel like there's so many different facets to the outdoors that um, I love that about Austin. Like, yeah. We, we were just friends and we were going cobia fishing like all yeah. summer. And then, you know, in the spring we had been turkey hunting mm-hmm. together. And so. I feel like there's just so many things he was doing that I it wasn't on my radar yet, right. and so that well, was like you, an easy thing for our I, friendship to like get like. I remember serious. though us sitting like 
in the double man stand and us talking and everything like that. And you saying that, like, I think it would be really cool to be with someone who wasn't as like hot and heavy into the thing that I'm into. I remember you saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I made a joke. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, because I, white tail is my bread and butter. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm starting to realize like I'm a little indifferent on waterfowl. But you're like a weird turkey gal though. I, feel I like do like turkey. Yeah. I like I'm turkey. not calling you weird like, but I feel like people who are like, like people who are like yeah. sick for turkey hunting are different. <laughs> it hits different. It, does, <laughs> Let me tell it you. hits different. I feel like that yeah. game hits different. So yeah. some people so are like crazy for it. For me, it's white tail turkey and then waterfowl. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think. I don't know. I, If I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. I, I don't like seeing crippled birds. No, I get it. That's hard. And that's sometimes like it just. I mean, my that, eyeball habits. twitches with the finishing of like, yes. like you get a, like cash brings back a bird that's like not quite yeah. done. Mm-hmm. And what I love waterfowl because I'm married to it yeah. essentially. But, um, the, the act of having to like yeah. finish off that bird is like really hard yeah. to watch. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I, but boy, do I love the taste of wood duck. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's yeah. like, I'll still go out, but I'm starting to realize like, I like I honestly was thinking about it yesterday. I think mm-hmm. I think the next waterfowl hunt we do, I'm just gonna bring my camera. Oh like I'm yeah. fully prepared. Like I don't think I wanna pull the trigger. Really? I think I wanna start trying to film the birds like coming in. That's cool. And if it still makes me a little sad, then maybe I'll just stop mm-hmm. waterfowl hunting and just hope that Austin just keeps bringing ducks like home. Bring, for, just for, bring me. Yeah, just yeah. feed me the yeah. ducks. <laughs> like I think that's why it, they just taste so good. Yeah. Um where was I going? Oh, um, so, we talking I, about, so like, I had said Yes. If I could, you know, and at this time, us and I were not on the radar. So mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, if white tail is my bread and butter, if I could just date a, like someone who is like, like a, waterfowl. a big waterfowl yeah, guy, yeah. then it's like, I don't mean I'll have to share. Right. Like you have, well, and you have like a little bit of like separation as far as like what yeah. you enjoy doing. And but I, we both understand that yes. like, you, yeah, the, you got to do your thing. Go on your trip. I don't well, because care they, like, I want to go on my hunting trip. They've wanna... been there, though. Like, yep. they've already been in that space. They kind of know. And I will say that, like, Jared's obviously, like, a waterfowl freak. Like, I I don't know which one I like more, but I do feel like I enjoy deer hunting. Like, a, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And I think it's, like, the, like, solitary of it. Like, I spend, yeah. spend all of my days <laughs> getting questioned and grabbed and touched and, like, working and I'm just like when I go out there I'm like that's like like genuinely how I feel I just like put my head up against the tree and I'm like this is nice like and then added bonus is like the idea of harvesting an animal and so it's like the solitary like being alone with your thoughts like yeah just a beautiful animal in general like so I get that yeah I think it's a it's a nice balance to strike and you've you know you've come all this way to know like I don't want the video gamer and I want someone yeah. who is like kind of slightly like different from me and what like yeah. game they pursue. I get that. And so I feel like with Austin, I have a jackpot because I feel like he's got big fishing. Yeah. Big and I feel like his yeah. hands are in so many different like yeah. projects all the time. Yeah. Like he does like three different businesses. And I feel like, like, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like yeah. we, and I, so I feel like we both respect each other for that aspect. Like we're both just as busy as the other person. Yeah. That's so. good. You guys have like, I feel like it probably makes you appreciate your time together mm-hmm. a little bit more too. Yeah, for sure. But that's awesome. <laughs> I love that for you. I love that. <laughs> I love that for myself. Yeah. Um. So 
something else like that we have briefly talked about a little bit ago was like the perception of women in the out like outdoor space and everything like that and how like it's getting it's a growing demographic obviously but how sometimes like companies don't cater to them quite as well now there are brands that do like mm-hmm. i know people are going to hate on the sick thing but yeah. their clothes are for yeah, women like for sure they like they fit so good but you have i mean you've like tried out a few other brands too mm-hmm. right have, so yeah so and i i'll just say like in 2020 i was like yeah it's progressive time like yeah. for women like yeah. in general yeah yeah so I was surprised when I started hunting that there just weren't like yeah. the options I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So and by that, I mean, either a company's offering women's hunting clothes, but say they have like 60 items for men, they mm-hmm. maybe have like eight for women. Yeah. And then you also have sizing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a lot of companies could just save a lot of grief, at least n- not with bottoms, but I do think with tops, like mm-hmm. if they just went down a size, right? So I yeah. mean, most men's sizes, it's like they start at small. If they mm-hmm. just offered an extra small, I feel like a lot more women could like actually fit into That's it. true. Because I mean, that's like you're, you're small, like you're either a small yeah. or probably extra small, right? I would like, I feel like sometimes a men's small is even too yeah. big. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like you go into the actual store and it's like they just have like men's mediums and extra. But yeah, X, typically XXL. I feel like an in-store selection is yeah. much like, um, like some to be desired. Yeah. But even the sizing on the women's size, like I I feel like you can almost tell sometimes that it's like men that are in charge of it. Because like you <laughs> probably, on, yeah, like you put on a women's like, medium fit, right? and it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, well, like this is not what it should be. Um, I don't, people hate on Sika, but to be honest, I, that's another thing that I found that's really hard <laughs> is that the companies that are catering to women are significantly more expensive. They're so expensive. And so then you're like, honestly, hunting is already a very privileged thing. I think to <laughs> when I started hunting, I, I thought I already had expensive hobbies like snowboarding. And right. Camping. No, it's expensive. So expensive. Yeah. And so going from owning nothing to like, okay, like. You got to get basics. And, yeah. And also yeah. it's like, no, I just wasn't hunting deer. I wanted to try everything. Mm-hmm. So now you're getting into like a whole nother. I don't even want to know how much money I've spent. Um, I would probably not add that no, up. No, never. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The, the price for a pound of meat would be. You would never. Disgusting. But yeah. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to do it. But so the companies that are catering to women um and form and function and like style and look Mm -hmm. is like I and I feel like men hate to hear female hunters say that but I think it makes such a big difference now that I've tried different brands it's like the reason I'll keep buying Sitka women's pants is because they fit good they fit good and it's not like I'm not trying to make my butt look good but like I think if something feels good on you like you're more comfortable in the woods Mm -hmm. like you're quieter in the woods because like you're you feel like those pants are actually like you're not in you. like something that because I completely agree like I love the fit of the sick of pants and like being taller like yeah they're they like they fit they go to my heels like it's yeah. nice and they I mean they are like nicely fitted in my opinion like I'm I like the way they're like form fitting they're form like, fitting but they don't like dig into your hips when you sit down they don't they don't have a long crotch or anything mm-hmm. like that like they do fit really really well their tops like I have their um oh crap there it's one of their hoodies I forget what it is but it fits nice it's long it goes like halfway down my butt so like my like the 
my back isn't hanging out if I sit down out. and getting cold. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just that small of your back, like you don't want it like hanging out or anything like that. So I agree with you. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. I feel like there's just companies have a long way to go. Um, yeah. And it's like, I don't understand. Like you said, it's literally women is the fastest growing demographic mm-hmm. in hunting. So like, I think companies, yeah, are like, what are you They're doing? missing an opportunity. They are absolutely missing an opportunity. Yeah. And you go into half these stores and you see like the men's hunting section and you see the youth hunting section and then like the women's hunting section is like one small rack. Even at Bass Pro, like love Bass Pro. Mm-hmm. They've done a ton for like our nonprofit, but like the, it is, it's yeah. like this big. And, and they then, have like the she brand. And which I think is it's nice. terrib- Well, so... <laughs> No, I was going to say, I think it's terrible so quality, I, I have, but it's cheap. It is cheap. I've gotten rid of all of, almost all of my she, I will admit that. Um, I had like, I think we had the same pants at one point. There were those like quarter zip ones that came like right above the ankle. Did you have those? Oh, you did. But whatever. I got rid of them. I like all their like quarter zips. Yeah. They're nice, but they're, and I have a pair of their bibs. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say, I guess I, I guess I can't complain about it because I just said the companies that are making women <laughs> they're cheap though, and they don't they're, fit they're good. <laughs> so expensive. Yeah, but I will say at least like she, if, you, if you're point. not like if you're not a serious hunter, if you're not like hunting like thirty days mm-hmm. out of you know, a it, season, then yeah, yeah, then honestly she's fine. Mm-hmm. Like she's such a good place to start. Like they have like shirts and long sleeves for like literally fifteen bucks. Like yeah. so you can't beat that. Yeah, and at least that is a cheaper alternative. Yeah, but then I just yeah. No, I agree. That's that was all of my first stuff because yeah. I think I got like bibs, like some almost like some mid-season pants, and then like a quarter zip and like a long sleeve for maybe like two between two and three hundred bucks, which is pretty good to include yeah. like bibs and everything. For sure. Um, but I have since gotten rid of my pants because I feel like every time I sat down, they like slid down my butt, and mm. I didn't enjoy that. Where's my sick of pants? Yeah, just can't beat it. But those are the only two brands I've tried. I don't know if you have experience with more. Um, on the spot. Um, do you do anything with like um, what is it? DSG is that a thing? DSG is a thing. What do I own of theirs? I have I a jacket say, I from. Them. Um, it's a DSG jacket. It's not necessarily like a hunting jacket. It's more. It's like a solid green print. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like it. And DSG, I think for what I've what I've heard and what I've experienced it's like it is expensive but I think it's worth the quality is it the same only- with like Proy Proy oh I've never tried any um stuff. I would say Proy's because and the reason I haven't bought from them personally I just don't like the name like it sounds <laughs> like a tampon commercial Proy's like Proy like tell me that I don't, I don't even know I don't know if I've ever, like but seen it's like a women's advertise. only okay and it's made by women okay um and again a little expensive mm-hmm. But it's like quality women's. Yeah, yeah I mean, what do you, I did have an ad pop up the other day for like primitive, I think primitive oh, gear, I and I was like, dang, those pants look nice, like kind of like the Sika pants okay. that I think we both have. Um, and I can't remember any of like the Sika names for their stuff. You know what I mean? I always mix up their prints, like the camo. Um, like, am I in timber? Am I? Yeah, I'm like, fame? I'm like, I know, I don't like the green one. I don't like the gray one. So I have, uh, like, I buy a lot of their solids. 
Yeah, I like their salads. I have a gray pair of their pants. They're nice. Um, yeah, we have the same. Yes, but, that's yep. it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth out here copping the beak water water. Beak water. Beak water waterfowl. I am a part of the nonprofit. Yeah, she's a part of our nonprofit, okay? I don't want to hear nothing. Um, <laughs> volunteer. No. I'm pretty sure I put that on my resume. I love that. Literally. I was <laughs> like, volunteer at beak <laughs> Just when I applied for can, the DWR, can, I was like, I can't use this. <laughs> That's I was like, volunteered two hours. Well, then it makes well, sense. But to be fair, I ha- I've helped out at yeah. the you outdoor the, shows. And you helped with the outdoor show and you did come to one of yeah. our veteran hunts. So, yeah, yeah it, it makes sense. We got to outfit you as well. Yeah. Um, it just so like. And how, you can volunteer for the hunting. Like, I would love I to do that. What do you need for me? This. <laughs> this come fine. on my podcast. Perfect. Um. But it was like primitive outdoors and the pants looked like they were really nice. They they, they reminded me of the sick of pant. And I clicked on their ad and it was two hundred dollars. And yeah. I'm like, bro, I cannot. I'm like, I wish I could, but I just can't. Yeah. Some sometimes it's hard. I I think the most because I feel like base layers are so important. Yeah. And right now I want to switch to first light. Um, oh, okay. their base layers and then and then build up from there because I do I haven't try. Looked at any they do prices. a lot of women's stuff and it's awesome. I would say it's equivalent to Sitka mm-hmm. and I heard the quality is like almost the same as Sitka That's so nice. um but the base layers I have now there it's from four low mm-hmm. and yeah I want to say for top and bottom it's 200 but um, that's for a top and bottom though for a base layer literally okay. for like a, oh for like spandex literally for a spandex <laughs> it was a hundred are they nice maybe though? more um i don't know <laughs> i don't know if it's my circulation or i just get so cold yeah me and too. so i mean i'm like seeing people hunting out west in like orlo and i'm like i'm, I'm not gonna lie on, on cold virginia I'm, days i'm, I'm like in virginia. yeah i'm like it's only virginia like what yeah um i've had a problem with their leggings their waistband it's elastic oh. and so sometimes like the um yeah the elastic's coming out but they're lifetime warranty so like i literally just send them in and then they send me a new pair yeah same with sika like you're spending the the money but i think you're guaranteed quality yeah oh jared sent his waders back like twice and for like leaks in the boot and stuff. that is one thing that i have not gotten a good pair of really it was waders yeah and and now that i'm like very (laughs) now that i'm realizing i'm more indifferent than i'd like to admit on waterfowl like to me that's Take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for a company to send them for free. I'm not gonna go <laughs> drop a thousand dollars. No, on they're waiters. super expensive. Um, and that's one thing. Like through the nonprofit, we don't get a discount on the waiters. Um, so I bought those outright for Jared, and it hurt so bad. But they are nice. He's had them for four or five years now. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's been quite a while. He sent them back once or twice, and they fix them and send them back. So I mean, you can't really beat it. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I just know like sometimes for women in this space like it's hard and it's hard for like a, a bunch of reasons right like yeah. it's hard to find gear you really like it's hard to overcome like you have a pretty large plat- platform as far as like tiktok goes i know you don't really do a lot with tiktok now but like at one point you were on there quite a bit and yeah like, tiktok was too mean for me i was a little too sensitive for the tiktok but tiktok can be mean like i I don't have like nearly the following you do on there. And I shared something like not that long ago about like, you know, that whole like Will Ferrell when he's in um, Step Brothers. And he's like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to yeah. like you talking about wanting to sing. It's like that overlay. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
for you, starting the yeah podcast. for like when you come to your one. husband and you're like I think it'd be really cool to start like a family podcast and someone commented on it and was like the uh, the world doesn't need any more podcasts and I'm like cool beans man like and thankfully like you know for every like crappy person there's someone there and yeah. someone did comment on it they were like yeah the world doesn't need more jerks either but here we are like but it is it's hard and so I can imagine like with the following you do have that people have been not nice yeah, not nice. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I try not to let it get to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been really fortunate because I've made so many friends like in the hunting space that have way bigger platforms. Yeah. And they're always like, yeah, just like ignore it. And I'm like, ooh, how? But like, how do you like, how do I do that? I think I feel like it just takes a certain kind of person. I literally think it's a mental mind shift too. And it was crazy because I feel like hunting, when I first started hunting, I was, it boosted my confidence so mm-hmm. much like I you just feel such... like a sharpshooter like you can I do mean, anything honestly, yeah. yeah it's like starting something you've never had any inkling to do and then you're doing it like however you define success but successfully and then it just I absolutely just became such a more confident person mm-hmm. in all other aspects of my life yeah. and so I'm now I'm like okay like let me share it with people because like, yeah. if this can change my life this can change your yeah. life and then it did the complete opposite yeah i feel like i started sharing it on Mm -hmm. platforms and then it honestly the negativity like made my insecurities worse than probably what they were before so i i literally went from like on such a high on top of the world confident i can do anything to now i'm like now i barely pose i know i can like tell when a little i can always tell when you're in like a a withdrawal yep. space. I'm like, I like, or you just share like other people's things. Like you don't share anything of your own. Yep. And it, I know, yeah. I remember you telling me one time, you're like, sometimes I'll post and then like, just like not look at my phone for a day. Yeah. Like, because I just don't want to know, nope. like if someone's on there being a turd, like I just don't want to know. Yeah. And so that's honestly why I stopped posting on TikTok because it was so much more negative than Instagram had ever been to me. Yeah. Like, I Instagram's feel like Instagram, a little more filtered. I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like Instagram, be. you Sometimes I feel like you're um, you're also reaching a smaller audience. I feel yeah. like when TikTok wants to send your stuff into the world, mm-hmm. like that's how much it was like I had, you know, videos going like over a couple million. Mm-hmm. But then you have to think about it, it's like a thousand people being like mean. Yeah. Like and millions of people are seeing it and like and I guess, thousands of people have something to say. Yeah. And yeah. I for me, I don't think I'm like <laughs> mean person I think I try to just focus my energy like where I want to focus my energy so when I see videos I don't like like I move just along. move along like yeah. I've never commented something mean on you know someone unless I, I feel like I need to defend someone else but like right. I've never so when people literally take the time to like mm-hmm. dm you something nasty I'm like man I must <laughs> really suck like you must really hate no me. they like, just really suck and have too much time yeah and That's so what I think it's just a like a mind shift and mm-hmm. I don't know I like I told you like I want to delete my stuff all the time I'm like it's not I don't care anymore it's not worth it and I thought you know yeah I thought starting my own podcast would help I thought it would like give me renewed energy Has and it? be like it's done the opposite <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired I'm yeah. so tired we went fishing um was it in July and you had started the podcast mm-hmm. and you were like, man, I just don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know about this. And it's, 
I and I don't know why I thought it was gonna help. It's like I can barely run one account, so now I have to run two. Like, I, but I think I love the way like you have like words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like I feel like you're very captivating with like your story, and you're very authentic, and so people are drawn to that. And of course, you're gonna draw on people that like are jerks, whatever. But um, I feel like you just have a really special way of like talking and be like, you know, I don't know what it is. I, like, I mean, clearly like your Instagram has taken off. Like, and I don't, I don't know what you were at. Like when you like first started like pulling away from TikTok and putting more on Instagram, but like, I feel like it's, it's done really, really well, but you're just incredibly authentic and you're not overly like flashy or anything, which I do feel like is where some of these like influencers get lost is yeah. they get so consumed with, um, being this like, super rad girl that like does all these outdoor rad things and I'm like but there's something really special about just like doing it for you yeah. and not doing it to be super popular or whatever um and I I feel like people see that though and that's why they're kind of drawn I hope to your so. account I I all the time I'm like I don't know I don't know why people are still following me I'm like I haven't posted in a month like and yeah. I just don't want I think I just I started being a lot nicer to myself about it like mm -hmm. I just don't feel stressed to post I don't feel stressed to share I think before were you trying I, to make it your job at one point I saw an opportunity to like where I could maybe monetize this mm -hmm. like do I want to die at Dahlgren no I don't know I don't <laughs> um I really don't and so I thought maybe I could but I think honestly I think it takes a special person to, it does. to make their social media like their full-time gig and like mm -hmm. actually make a living through mm -hmm. it and that's just, I, I'm okay that it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like, and the podcast thing too, cause I mean, like you kind of inspired me and like me on this. And then I was like, Jared, you're along for the ride. Like not the same thing, but yeah. like, I'm, it kind of got me thinking, I'm like, this is a really special way to share information. Yeah. And for us, it's like our family. Like we are an outdoorsy family. Like I don't post a bunch cause I don't really like sharing my kids on social media yeah. all that much, but like. That's who we are. So this is a way for us to talk about it without oversharing my children's lives because that's just not the vibe for me. I'm like, I'm going to, I want to keep their anonymity as yeah. like, not anonymity, but you know, like protect their little world. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, we like, we're a pretty outdoorsy family. Like I want to share that with yeah. people. Um, and you know, we've got, I've got friends locally that are like, oh, that's so cool. Like I want to go duck hunting. Like I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm like, tell you, man, you're going like, yeah. we're going together. And you're going to like it. And like, <laughs> you're going to love it. I'll bring snacks. <laughs> the noisiest snacks. Um, but I feel like, like I would continue to take the pressure off of yourself because you are doing a great job. Um, and you do, <laughs> don't you cry or I'll Thanks. punch you in the head. <laughs> but you are doing a great job and you have a really unique, like a really unique platform. And you have tons of people. You've made so many connections that they just want to pour into that. So I would keep going. Like, but don't. Yeah, I'm just Don't chugging be to yourself. Yeah, I'm just chugging along. We talked about it at the gym. Yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, really, it's something, again, therapy. Yeah. Um, I can be my biggest bully. Like, yeah. I get, I put so much mm -hmm. pressure on myself, yeah. and the negative self talk is like, it can get really real sometimes. Yeah. And so, um, I think with social media, there's so many great things that can come out of it. But there's also, yeah, I think yeah. some negatives. And so, I don't know. I'm just big chilling. I just feel like lately, 
especially lately. I do not have the energy. Oh, yeah. And so the podcast, we're just going to see. I feel like the reason I wanted to start it and also to like just hopefully just pull me out of the little funk yeah. I feel like I'm in is because I also feel like it's so hard to be like, it's so hard to articulate everything I'm feeling in like a caption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can hop on here yeah. and we can shoot the talk breeze. It, yeah, and talk it you out. can like actually say what you're feeling and like how you're, you know, what you're thinking. Yeah. And what's going on. It so. is like, it is a saturated community, but I do feel like if you find kind of like a special like niche, 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 whatever the word is, faucet, mm-hmm. facet, um, <laughs> like, you know, being a, beginner hunter or like making those like mistakes which I am also like really looking forward to when you read like your rookie hunting stories like yours and the ones that people have Mm -hmm. um sent you and then too like what it looks like to like have your family like fully in the outdoors with you like we Jared and I hunt individually right but like I mean since Brett was like three we've been trying to expose him to it it has made us crazy but I mean we're trying and So, I mean, like, we just want to share that. I think having a podcast is just a really special way to do it. I mean, even if it is, like, the 10 people that I know listening to it, whatever. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to the family. (laughs) But, all right. Well, I really appreciate your time today. And I need you to tell everyone how and where they can find you. Yeah. So, on Instagram and TikTok, it's at Ricky underscore hunting. Mm-hmm. And I had someone tell me that when I say rookie, it sounds like I'm saying rookie because I'm just like, rookie. Well, it's rookie. Yeah, it's rookie to O's, not rookie. <laughs> I love the idea that someone's like, her, she said her name's Elizabeth, but her handle's Ricky. Ricky. Okay. So anyway. I digress. <laughs> and um, the podcast on Instagram is at the onset podcast. Okay, and really quick, why did you pick the name Onset? Um, it means like the beginning mm-hmm. and um, particularly something difficult. So I was like, which is this? Which is this? <laughs> um, so again, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And I just wanted it to be a very broad. I didn't want it just to be like about hunting. Like I do want it to be just the outdoors in general and yeah. like just starting something new and what that can look like. There's so many like pockets of what being like an outdoorsman yeah, looks like outdoors woman whatever i hate the like this i'm like we're outdoors I, yeah i don't <laughs> the words in the word i just don't know why we have to i don't know hunter huntress call me a huntress i'm gonna punch you in the neck i know <laughs> the bad word but yeah it's it there's so many pockets that you can get into and i mean i think it's cool to like experience all of them at some yeah. point if you can mm-hmm. but <laughs> if you have the funds i want to start mountain biking that's like it's been on my radar for like two plus years really um and it's like i just know i can't afford all the gear right now yeah that probably has to be an expensive hobby i don't even know i'm pretty sure like i used to like like get on jared so much about the money that was like going into hunting now it's doubled now what have i started (laughs) it's the only thing that we do share our guns we haven't had to buy he he bought a new gun last year but um and i had to get my bow Never mind. I'll be quiet. Yeah. But thank you so much for your time today. And yeah, I it it was my pleasure. And go find Elizabeth Rookie underscore hunting and the onset podcast on Instagram. Um, you will not be disappointed in her content. Thank you. All right.